So here we go with the third and final chapter of our WKC Canadian National Team Tryout podcast. And we are going to be talking today about the tournament itself and what we liked, what we didn't like about it, what we had hoped for, and what we got. So give a listen and maybe you'll agree with us. Hey everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Dave Nixon, and I'm a lifelong student of karate and the martial arts, but I'm also an instructor and a dojo owner. Whether you're just starting out in the martial arts, getting ready for your black belt, or you have your own dojo or your own club, we've got you covered. Welcome to Canadian Dojo. Hey guys, so here we are in our final broadcast about the WKC Canadian National Championships, which took place in Ottawa. So I'm here with my good friend, uh, Sandy Sprisa, who competed and won four gold medals. Uh, so that is awesome. And we're just going to basically go through the weekend and give our final thoughts on the tournament and uh, some of the things we liked, maybe some of the things that we didn't <laughs> like. And there, yeah. there were a few things that we did not like. Right. So anyway, hey, congratulations on the victories on the medals. So well done. You fought well and you look really good out there. Thank you very much. And thank you again for having me here. Um, it's been fun doing these, um, telling everybody about our journey over the weekend. You know, yeah. Pretty entertaining. That's for sure. Uh, well, you know, that, that, that's the thing. You go out for the tournament and, uh, uh, you know, the competition aside, but uh, and then you just kind of, you get to go out, you get to hang out with people in a different environment and see people in a different environment. And it's just, uh, honestly, I, I've said this before, the, the the worst thing about a tournament weekend is the tournament. Everything else around it, you know, the after stuff is always the fun stuff. The and journey up to it, Yeah, right? the, exactly. And then you get to blow off the steam afterwards and yeah. just kind of kick back and relax and eat way too much pizza. Way too much. Uh, I was in cheese overload for a few days. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a good thing. No, 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 definitely no, but not. But it was a good time and I'm really proud of the girls and how, uh, you know, all their training leading up to it and how well they did during the competition. Um, I see a lot, of, a lot of little things we can work on, you know, f with them and myself, but I also saw a lot of really good things that they did. I agree. Really good things. Uh, it was really nice sitting in Lisa's corner and, and coaching her through uh, the the points barring. You know, it's it wasn't her sport before, but now she's found the love for it and she wants to continue doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but that's the one great thing or one of the great things about doing a tournament, uh, especially a tournament like this, is that I'm going to say regardless of the outcome. You, you can go back because we got a lot of camera, a lot of footage, got a lot of video, we got a lot of uh, pictures, but you can go back and retroactively look at all of that stuff and you can use that information that you garnered while you're at the tournament to adapt and enhance and modify your training routine or your fitness routine or, or, you know, whatever, but you know, you, you, you get a lot of great feedback at a tournament, which is one of the reasons I think people should go out and do tournaments, uh, because you, you, you can sort of, you know, especially with fighting, you get to see sort of where you are against, against right. other people, your weight, your weight range, and, uh, maybe even in your age range, mm -hmm. uh, or outside of your age range in my case. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're fighting up or fighting down, uh, or fighting down anyway, but, um, yeah, you get to uh, you, you get to to take that knowledge and and 
reapply it to to training for the next tournament or next year's event. So yeah, that's one of the great things that I, I, I do like about tournaments. And I think not only should we use video during tournaments, but even during training sessions, I uh, agree. you're able to pick up on so much more when you're rewatching a video of, of let's say a training session. I, I did this with Crystal and a little bit with Lisa as well. Pick out the little um, errors, right? Or, you know, if you're telegraphing punches, for example, and that's something you can work on right away. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wait till you're actually in, in a match and your opponent picks up on it. And then later on you're scratching your head wondering, you know, how did they know I was jabbing every time? Then you rewatch that footage. So during training, I think it's more important than, than just the matches. Yeah, I, I agree. And in fact, actually in one of the very first podcasts I ever did, you know, I think it was entitled how to improve your karate training quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually one of the pieces of advice I give is, you know, everybody's got a smartphone. Everybody's got the means to record themselves now. Uh, set up a tripod, set up your camera, set up your phone, have somebody record you doing your sparring or your kata or your weapons or something like that. Right. And then, and then I'm not even saying look at it immediately though you should, but I'm not saying do that. Give it a day. Take the Chinese philosophy. Take three days, right? And then come back and try to look at it with a with a, with an honest but critical eye. And uh, that's that's one of the things that I did with some of the video footage that 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 we shot. I, I spent uh, you know part of this uh, this week because this is now Thursday. The tournament uh, ended on Sunday, but uh, I, I went back and I looked at some of the um, some of the fight footage, and even some of the fight footage from from our friends from Newfoundland. Right. That I had not actually seen because I was wherever the hell I was. I'm not sure, but, but I, I watched some of, some of their footage and, um, yeah, you know, aside for the stuff that they need to, that, that they need to work on, right. Which is something that they can evaluate on their own. Uh, I had some serious problems with what I saw as, as, as some questionable calls. I'm sure you saw exactly what I saw sitting in that coach's chair. Yeah. Um, big Ryan, Tall. big Ryan, not yeah. only Ryan, there was a lot of other fighters, even not, you know, not from your club or, or anybody that we know, just, just watching some of the other matches that were going on and how one-sided some of the officials were. How yeah. I hate, I hate to say it, but they were biased. Yeah. They definitely were biased. I was watching yeah. more video today. I was, uh, Lisa's point fighting match and there was one judge, didn't matter what was thrown, 75% of the time she was scoring the one girl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that fight wasn't so lopsided that, that, that other girl dominated the fight in that no. manner. I, I listen, you, you've seen fights where the other fighter dominates so yeah, 75, 80, 90% of the points, sure, that makes sense because the fighter dominated. That was not that fight. That was right. not that fighter with Lisa. So I, I, I agree. I, I, that was a concern for me uh, as I'm watching this going, how, how did you, A, how did, how did they call that point when it was obvious that they could not have seen it? Mm-hmm. Or B, how did they not call that point when it was obvious, when it was just obvious? <laughs> Right, it, it right did, in front of their eyes. Right, like, there right was two judges, uh, kicked to the head right in front of both of them. There I was saw that. No one in the way. Yeah, and they did not call it. 
Yeah, I it it blew my mind. Yeah, I, I don't know who these guys are. The judges, I I know I know a couple of the judges aren't even martial artists. Uh, yes. their 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 kids are martial arts are, are have done the martial arts. Uh, they're not currently in the martial arts, to the best of my knowledge. But just because your kids have done the martial arts doesn't I don't believe that qualifies you to be a to be a judge, whether you've Expert. taken the course or not. I I just don't believe that. Uh, in fairness, though, it's it's not easy being in that position judging. I, no, I get yeah. it. Yeah, we're gonna make mistakes. Even sure, you've sure. judged, I've judged. Yeah, sure uh, you, do. you do have mistakes. But my thing is, when I am in doubt, I just don't I, call. I don't call it. I don't call it. But there was a lot of obvious stuff that should have been called yeah. or should not have been called, and you'd see their arms going up. Yeah, I agree. Right, and I was yeah. asked this. Well, okay, if. I was talking to um, Blake Patterson, uh, who is, in my eyes, one of the best officials I've seen. He, know, yeah. Listen, I, you know what? He runs a he runs a good ring. He does. He, he runs a good. Really ring. does. Uh, he talks to you. He explained things prior, um, and he asked me. Uh, so those points that you saw, would they have changed the outcome of the match? I said, maybe, maybe not. But when a person's getting calls made. And all of a sudden they're gaining momentum because they're always getting those points, even though they're not scoring, you know, a lot of clashes or miss technique completely, they're gaining momentum. Yeah. And it's mentally defeating the other fighter. Like, so yeah, it, it does change the outcome. It, change, it changes the, the, the tone of the fighter, the potentially the, 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 the tempo of a fight or, or the mindset of the yeah, fighter okay. for sure. Good, good way of putting it. Because... As you say, if if you're constantly in a position where you're where, okay, everybody can see that potentially you're scoring, but they're not scoring you. All that does is frustrate you. Absolutely. And as a fighter, uh, that starts to mess with your head. Mm -hmm. So so now you try harder. You that's start right. Making more mistakes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. right? So or so, you start to become a little more aggressive, and yeah, then you get warned. warned on it. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I understand the point that 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 he makes in regards to would it change the, the the outcome of the fight? Well, it might from a scoring standpoint, maybe, maybe not, maybe not, but but certainly from it has the potential to just from that mindset of the fight mm -hmm. when you're when you're in there. Uh, You've been in the ring. I've been in the ring where you're fighting somebody and you're just getting you're getting frustrated. Yes, you're getting. It's one. Of, it's actually one of the things that I used to do to my guys as they were getting ready for black belt. Is I would I would whisper in my judge's ear, you know, at at, at, at the dojo, <laughs> make bad calls against them. Mm -hmm. Deliberately, deliberately make bad calls against them. Uh, just to see how they respond to it, how they react to it. If we were getting ready for a tournament, I would I would do that. I would I would say I would, I would whisper, you know, make a bad call, and see and you know see what? how that's not a bad thing to do during training because you have to see how they're going to react to it. Yeah, uh, and and if you do that, and and I remember I remember one of my guys in particular. I, I said it was just the entire night. We're just going to make bad calls against him at the dojo, just to see. And 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 I, I at the end of the night, I was I was speaking to him, and I said, uh, "So how?" And he was he was frustrated. He said, "Sir, I I I don't know what was with the calls tonight, <laughs> but I I I think I think." And I said, "Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. I just told them to make bad calls against you." And it's just like, why would you do that? <laughs> because okay. I wanted to get this emotional reaction from you. I wanted to see how you'd respond to it. Mm -hmm. And in the ring, you handled it really, really well. And the fact we're having the conversation after everybody has left is a good thing. Yes. So, you know, so the, the 
questionable calls, okay, you let those slide. But it's the obvious ones that the ref is in a position where they cannot see it. They may see the motion leading up to almost the contact point, but they don't actually see the contact and they're still awarding it based on the motion alone. Well, yeah. No, yeah. no, that's, that's a non-call. I agree. I, 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 funny, I, I was actually having this conversation just tonight on, on my dojo floor. One of my black belts was here and he asked how the tournament went and I was talking about the officiating and he actually said the exact same thing. He, he, he just said, if I didn't see it, I don't call it. And, and he goes, and this is back when he was judging in, in the old days of tournaments, but, uh, it was, I took, I took heat from that. I, I had parents yelling at me, but it's just, if I, I didn't see it, your kids got their back to me. Mm-hmm. I cannot see the contact. I don't care if they buckle over in pain, winded. I still didn't see it. So right. I, I don't, I don't know that they didn't, they didn't catch their arm with a kick and you know, the arm took the brunt of it and knocked the wind out of them. I don't right. know that. No. So yeah, I, that, that's a problem that I had too. I saw that. How did you, how did you possibly see that? And I even called out one of the officials on it and he basically just waved his hands at me like, go away, go away. But you know what? From the vantage point I was at, there was absolutely no way he could see half the calls he made. And they were always in favor of somebody from his dojo. Yeah. Which is wrong. I'm sorry. It's biased. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. I I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I, as a, as a, as a, as a, somebody who has judged the tournaments, I always went out of my way to not be biased. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, I tended to score my guys the wrong way. Uh, You're always harder on I was always, on, I was always harder Absolutely. on my own guys. Um, but when it came to point, listen, if a point scored, if a point is a, a point is a point. Mm-hmm. And, and like you're set, like you were saying before, if I'm uncertain, it was an Iuch, It was, an, I, I saw nothing. I called nothing. If I was uncertain, and that might mean that at five five points in a row, I don't call anything. Uh, if it's that tight or it's that close, but yeah. it is what it is. That's 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 what you should be doing. I get it. They've been off just as long as we have from yeah, sure. from these events, and so they need to hone their skills again. But when in doubt, you just do not call it. You do not make that call. No, I'd rather take the heat for that than making the wrong call. Making all the, the wrong time. call. Yeah, right. I, but. but I, you know, so looking back at the tournament, it was well run as always. Things were on time. Uh, we were always informed of if there was any change in ring assignments. They did a great job with that, you know, as always. As always. He always but does. the downside was the officiating. So, yeah, you know, not all of it. Not all of no, it. Don't no, get there, me wrong. There, there was yeah. a lot of really good officiating yeah. and there was a lot of bad officiating going on. And I think if you really want to promote the sport and, and get people to come out on a regular basis, you've got to tighten up the reins on that. Yeah, I, I think I think the issue that I have beyond just the officiating is, I agree with you. I agree with you. the 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 tournament itself ran like a like a Swiss like a Swiss Swiss watch, yes. right? It, it he runs a good tournament. Always, there's no doubt about it. Any ring assignments or ring changes, you're what you're made and uh, you're informed on them. Uh, yeah, I have no problem with any of that. I would never critique them on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do have, I do have sort of other points beyond just the officiating. I, I think that you had a real opportunity here in the COVID era 
to lay the groundwork and the foundation for tournaments moving forward while we're still in the in the thick of this and we are still in the thick right. of it i think that they should i i think that tournament would have been bigger i i truly believe this if they had if they had adopted stricter protocols required awesome. proof of vaccinations required uh negative covid tests or required that you f you have one of the quick tests antigen tests while you're there that you have to pay for i'm sorry you want to compete you want to pay for it but i i i personally know people who said i'm not going to this tournament mm -hmm. because they're not doing any of that asking somebody on their word to fill out a form saying hey i'm not i'm fine i'm good to go you had a guy bow out of your ring in overtime in overtime because he said i've got pneumonia what as he's breathing it in my face he's telling me i've got pneumonia now you've since been tested and you've tested negative but what how why a why would you even consider going to a tournament you know with that b why would they you, obviously obviously he filled out a form and he was not truthful on it or is it just a crock or is it just a crock yeah listen you hit a guy so hard that his in the chin that his calf blew out so go figure um but <laughs> we've got video footage we got video, <laughs> we've got video footage of that <laughs> hit him in the head his calf hurts yeah <laughs> uh, traveled all the way down to his calf yeah. but but yeah i um uh i don't know i that that kind of that kind of i i think i think they could have they could have set a standard for moving forward that would have allowed for more people to become involved in tournaments moving forward you know i wonder if the timeline to the worlds had something to do with it just because it was such short notice for them to set this up to run the canadians I, i'm not even convinced to be quite honest with you that the worlds are going to happen Florida's a hot spot. Florida's the hot spot right, right. now in the States. Yep. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, um, I, they had, they had lax protocols up here. They're not going to be allowed to have lax protocols wherever the rent into wherever, whatever facility they're renting down there. And then I was genuinely surprised about the number of people that are going to Florida. I, I'm, and I'm not, listen, I, I, I wouldn't go not with it being not with it being the hot spot that it is there's no way and it's not going to subside within the next six weeks it's no. just not no. so um but to, everybody makes their own decision and to to each their own but uh yeah i i that surprised me i was genuinely surprised by that i because none of none of the people around here that i know and associate with on a semi on a regular or semi-regular basis are going listen i wanted this to be one of my last ones and I, I really don't want to go to Florida because of it, right? No, it's, I agree. Is it worth risking yourself, your health, uh, just to compete in the Worlds one more time? No. Well, Let's see if I can hang on a few more years and yeah. well, it's not even we can get through all this. I, I was surprised at the number of parents who are taking their young kids, kids that can't be vaccinated, kids that, that surprised me. Yes. That, that, that surprised me. Um. But again, again, that's that's whatever decision they want to make and they make. But I'm not 100% certain that it's not going to all get called off uh, as as we get closer. Because what what protocols are they going to have in place for uh, the hotspot in the United States right now? So if if the, if if we take the Canadian tournament as a guide, mm -hmm. uh, I'd be worried. I'd be worried that that tournament doesn't become a super spreader event the way so many other events like this have become. So I, I, I don't know, I just, it, it worries me. 
It, it worries me. Well, That's then, the last thing you need. And talking to some of the parents, you're like, well, look, down there, they're wide open. Baseball games, football games. There's people in the stands. Is it worth the risk? Yeah, there are people in the stands, but they're also having, you know, Florida's also having something like 30,000 new cases a day, mm-hmm. maybe because they're wide open Is it and they're worth in the stands. risking your child's health just yeah. so they could get a little metal around their neck hey, and it's not even real gold? Yeah. Again, again, people, people have to make their own decisions. I, I don't, I don't see it that way. I don't, I don't see it as being the smart choice, but that's just, that's just me. I'm not, again, you do, you do you baby, but I'm not, I wouldn't be going right. I wouldn't be going. Um, but yeah, you know what, again, I, the, the tournament, uh, ran, ran well. Uh, it was excellent. It was really well run. Yeah. From registration through to weigh-ins uh, to the ring assignments, yeah, that part was excellent. You know, I know we harped on the judging. It wasn't. I I didn't mean to make it sound like it was that bad. And it, it wasn't, wasn't everywhere. Bad, it, it wasn't everywhere. It but was there a, were just some that were glaringly bad. Yes, yes. And they should be removed. But but I I watched some rings where uh, the judging was. Excellent. It was, it was consistent. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. The one judge, the, the, the center judge and the, and the, and that ring with crystal, mm-hmm. uh, when she was doing her point fighting that center judge. And I don't even know the gentleman's name. No, he I know run, who you're talking yeah. about. He always runs a really, he runs good, a good, really ring. good ring. He runs a good ring. And the two corner judges, well, the one corner judge, the lady, she, I've always found, you know, especially when judging Kata is always very methodical and consistent and, uh, and, and pretty spot on. The other one, eh, you know, it's not, not a karate person. Call, call it ring rust. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But, but yeah, it, um, it, I'm, I'm, it was a great experience. It really was. It was good. It was good to be back at, at an event like that. Yes, it's been long overdue. Yeah. Long overdue. And you know what? It was nice having somebody come with us that has never experienced it yeah. before to sit yeah. and watch the kata to sit and watch the weapons and and i'm not just talking adults i'm talking the juniors the kids and how impressed she was with them i'm always impressed with with a lot of the kids and and how they perform i got these kids put a lot of time and effort uh, they do yeah they they you know what they hey they're they're the the ones they they're the ones that are going out and and going they're at the dojo five days a week they're the ones uh whose parents are paying for the private lessons and it shows it shows. You know yourself. You need to put in the extra work if you want to stay on top of your game. And- Otherwise, it's just you're just gonna you're gonna slide. But there's I, I don't know if you saw this, but it made me laugh when we were there. So, in one of the one of the rings, the there was a the the girls were do getting ready to do traditional weapons, mm-hmm. and I don't know how old these girls were, but I'm gonna take a guess and say 13, 14, 15. I, I, you can't judge age, right? But they're they're all there. And the one girl is doing a sword kata. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't particularly care for sword katas because I find them to be tedious and very slow. I just, it's not, it's not my weapon of choice, but whatever. Maybe if we start throwing watermelons up in the air. Oh, you know, that would be awesome. That'd be entertaining. You know, (laughs) slice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So anyway, but of course, when you're doing a, 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 a bladed kata, uh, with a sword, like a sword, uh, it can't be a live blade, meaning it can't be sharp. It's got to be, uh, you know, a, a, a performance weapon. It can't, so it's got to be a dull blade. Takes a fun out of it. It does. But so I'm sitting, I'm watching this and I know the center judge 
has asked this girl the question because her sword is in the sheath and she's wearing her hakama and the I, 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 I can't hear them, but I know what he's asked her. Is that a live blade or, or is that, is, is, I need to, I need to verify that your weapon is not a live blade. So what she did is she pulled the sword out and then ran it across the arm of the girl next to her. <laughs> And the girl next to her, I don't think they knew each other because the girl next to her, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, and I just, that, that was so cold hearted and so psychologically, I, I thought it was, I, I just started That's to laugh. Mind games. It was such a brilliant mind game. I don't know who this girl is, <laughs> but I like her That's and awesome. she's welcome in this club any yeah. day of the week. But I really, I thought it was very, well, very good fun. Good thing it wasn't a live yeah, Exactly. Cut the girl's arm <laughs> off, you know, go all, go all Uma Thurman and, uh, you know, and kill Bill. So, but yeah, it was, uh, but no, uh, it, it was, it was, it was a good tournament. Um, in a lot of ways, in other ways, it could have been a better tournament, but, uh, I, I, I did have expectations and hopes that they were going to be really laying a, a, a solid professional groundwork for tournaments to come over the next year. And I think, you know, especially in the COVID days, I think they fell a little short of that. Well, uh, in some case, in some ways a lot short, but having said that, you know what, trial and error, trial and error. Right. You got to find I, what works best. Too you got to find what works best. Um, you know, and how do you know if those documents are real or not? If somebody were to bring in a document saying, yeah, I've had my shots, right? Well, eventually, eventually, because uh, if you're not listening in Ontario, uh, they're, they've just instituted the, the vaccine passport system here. And right now it's all on paper, but come mid-October, you know what, everybody who's been fully vaccinated will be given a QR code, right? That they will, will now have to and be scanned. in your head. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be tattooed on your arm, yes. right? So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, it'll have to be tattooed, <laughs> tattooed on your arm, uh, and um, yeah, and and that way, you know, when people came into the dojo, um, I will have to scan it, or uh, people are already providing me with their vaccine um, proof of vaccination. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't say I'm a huge fan of it, but I do get it to a certain degree. No, as honestly, as, as, as a fitness place, I fully support it because it, it takes the onus off of me. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to get into a potential kerfuffle with somebody. True. Uh, I don't have to have a problem saying, well, listen, we're going to be putting in a competition sparring class, but you must be vaccinated. Well, you know, is that a human rights violation? I don't care. Deal it with the province now. Has nothing right. to do with me. So I've already lost clients because of it. Uh, and I'm, I'm okay for that at the moment. I'm okay for that. Um, the irony is that, you know, the kid could still come because he's under 12. Right. So, uh, but- Mom and dad have to wait outside. Mom and dad have to wait outside. Uh, I'm, I'm asking all of the parents here, you know, to, to provide me with copies of their vaccine uh, status. And all of them have said absolutely no problem. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you're gonna be sitting in my dojo, Right, I, you're still in my club. You're still in my facility, so um, yeah. But anyway, anyway, like that's a whole conversation in and of itself. Yeah, but but having topic. said that, I think that um, I, I'm really glad. You know, I had a great weekend this weekend with you guys. Uh, Crystal and Lisa were amazing. You were amazing. I was amazing. Uh, in my support great role, photos. I took some good photos. Really impressed with those photos. Um, we all loved it. And yeah, a lot of people that have seen them online have really loved them. Yeah, Maybe that's your second calling. I missed my calling. I should have been a photographer. 
I really, I do love photography, actually. I really do. And I, like I said in one of my posts, I love black and white photography in particular. Yes. So, so uh, let me ask you this. What did you think about, uh, let's say, let's start with Crystal's overall performance as, as a new fighter. She's only really, so point sparring, she had four and a half weeks worth of training yeah. in point sparring, yeah. which is completely different than continuous point or call it kickboxing, like kickboxing, like contact. Yeah, no, I, I said to I said this to her up there uh, that I've seen people competing for the first time get in the ring and just go all tunnel vision mm -hmm. and freeze and go into just pure survival mode uh, where they've got the hands up, they're not throwing anything, they're not moving. Uh, they're they 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 they, they kind of have a mild panic attack mm -hmm. where they just don't everything they've done training wise just goes out the out window. The window. Uh, that is not what happened. Been there. I've been there myself. Uh, so have I. So have I. That is not what happened with, with, with Crystal. She she got in there and uh, she took it to her opponents. Uh, the thing, the, she did great in the continuous, but I'm going to talk about the point for a second mm -hmm. because in the point, she had a couple of fights and the first fight, okay, she was getting her footing because as you say, she's only done point for about four and a half, five weeks. Right. In the second fight, she actually did better in the second fight. I swear to God, if there had been a third fight. <laughs> and the sad part is we have no video footage of those. None. Yeah. Neither one of us were able to do it. Um, no. I was so in... her first fight, it was eight to three. Yeah. That's what she told me. I'll, yeah. I'll take her word on it. Yeah. No, she's right. Um, that's right. So eight to three. Let's think about that. So she's going against somebody that's been doing this for years. A, a black belt. Oh, yeah. Belt, a black belt. Right? Yeah. And, and she's only just gotten her... her first belt really you know we kind of we pushed her along this year i really worked her in the kickboxing um you know so she just got she was awarded her orange belt um her second level in kickboxing just just the other night and uh she went in there in point completely different sport altogether and she comes out eight three in her first fight yeah against somebody who'd been doing it for for years and, and yeah. a black belt years yeah. and years and years yeah that's impressive. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of black belts go in there. I've been in there where I'm sparring against other guys and it's 10 nothing, yeah. just like that. Yeah. yeah. Right? So for her to score three points in her very first match oh, is no. impressive. Yeah. I, then then yeah. to go into her second one, and that was 7-4, and I saw a couple points that were not were called. Were not called. Yeah, I agree. she scored. I agree. But for her to go in there and start actually applying the things she's, she's known you know, in such a short amount of time or learned in such a short amount of time. I was really impressed by it. <laughs> oh, I was, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I turned my mic off for a second, but I was in the coach's chair and I was just yelling something at her and I, I love this, but I, yeah, she, she, no -no. she stopped and looked at me as I'm, I'm okay, Crystal, you got to do it. And she stopped and looked at me and was just like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And then she turns around and she gets scored on. So that's why you don't look at me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, uh, but that's just, you know, that's just experience. That's just, Right. You're being able to listen and apply without looking. Right. And that just takes practice. But no, she did a, she, she you know, considering it was her, it was her first swing at the cat, you know, she did a great job. Lisa, having come back, uh, you know, having, having been a former member of, of Team Canada. What's been then, for her? 20 years, 19, uh, 20 years for her? Oh, I don't think it's been that long, but, but it was 16 for a year for sure. Uh, okay. So, but 16 year break and then coming back and committing to training uh, and then, and then getting out there. Uh, and handedly winning her continuous division. That was beautiful. Handedly. 
winning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then again, as you said, you know, she, she doing doing point, which is not her game, but jumping into point anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was beating herself up about that, but the reality is she had she she, she didn't need to. So I, I rewatched that video again today. Um, I don't know how many times I've watched it, and it's just the little details with That's her. It. And you know what? Had we had, let's say, another week's preparation, yeah, in point, in point, she easily would have won that fight. Yeah, I, I think that she was so close. It was an eight-six victory, for and, 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 and yeah, and she scored at the very end to make it eight-seven, and they didn't count it. Yeah, and and so, she she that last thirty seconds, she 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 was she was banking points. Mm-hmm. She was she was on a roll. If it had gone another thirty seconds, that fight. I'm quite confident that she would have, she could have turned the tide on it for sure. She didn't kick much either. No, she didn't. There's hands, all hands. Right. But that's, but again, that goes back to why you, why you video it. You, you get the video, you watch it, uh, and then you learn from it and you see what you're doing well and what you weren't doing well and, and start applying that into the training and working those specific drills to help you with that. Right. So, and again, that's one of the great things about doing a tournament. You have the opportunity to do that, jumping in the ring with somebody you don't know, potentially, and- and, uh, and going from there. But, uh, but yeah, as I say, uh, it was, it was good. It was good. You know, we got to, we got to work with, uh, our friends from, uh, uh, Newfoundland. Uh, so it was great. Great bunch of people. Great bunch of people. Right. So if you guys are out there and you're listening, uh, Hey, we love meeting you guys and working with you guys. So, uh, hopefully we'll get to do more of that in the future. You know, watching Gavin, uh, he's a newbie as well. He was, he was getting better and better as a tournament one went on and and i could see him becoming a really good fighter yeah uh caitlin she was she was she's a firecracker she was awesome yeah watching her she was awesome she was down 4-1 came back tied it up and then you could see the judging change in that match which disappointed me yeah right um did the other girl win i think the other girl still would have won but it's just there were several points there that should not have gone her way they were obvious that they should not have gone her way but hey it happens it happens it's happened to me it's happened to you yeah yeah that's right? part of it's the never perfect no, it's, it's never, never perfect, perfect. it never and perfect then, uh, scott there's a kickboxer that comes in and uh his continuous matches um you know he he was lights out in it he fought really well controlled him big strong guy and then he took on the point as a challenge and he, you know what he did well in that yeah he did well in that yeah yeah. You know, I think uh, if Scott were to go out there and, and practice point a little bit more, he, he would be successful as well. Yeah, I think Ryan got hosed. You want the honest truth? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm watching his fight, I, which I've watched a couple of times, I think the calls against this guy. Not all of them. Not um, all of them, but not no. Not all of them. But, but I, I think there I th- was a yeah, lot of stuff. There was that, enough. You know, the minute a competitor steps out of the ring, there's a warning. Yeah. And he kept um, pushing this guy out the ring and there was no warnings. The one competitor went out four times and wasn't warned once. once. And it's all because of who's sitting in that coach's chair. I agree. I right? agree. And I totally not agree. to mention who's co- who is judging as well. I agree. Yeah, I so, agree. So, But, okay, did Ryan get scored on? Yes, Ryan got scored on. Sure he on, did. But there was a lot of things that happened that would have changed the outcome in that Again, match. Again, the tone and the tempo of the, of the mm-hmm. fight, yeah, it was, was being dictated not by the fighters, but... It was. Yeah, it, anyway, so yeah, that, that, that was that. Was but that. there's another kid that's going to be, and he's still only a kid, right? Six foot seven, what do you say, he was 240? I, oh, he's, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Six foot seven, like good Lord, he's a, he's a giant. But there's a kid that's going to do really well if he sticks to it, yep. sharpens up his game, Yep. which I know he can. Yep. 
uh, listens to his coaches out there. He's got Alex Foley. He's got uh, Jim Flood out there. That that will really help him. Sure it will. Yeah, sure it will. Now, uh, as we get ready to close, there is one thing that I'm going to talk about because I was asked this question based on the last podcast or one of the two last podcasts we did about Ottawa. And I made a statement about uh, where I said, screw you, Kevin, right? In the podcast. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> So that, that was, and it wasn't screw you. It was, I, this is a G rated yeah, podcast. So I, yeah, so I'm not allowed to say what instead of, instead of screw what it was, but so let me explain what, what the genesis of this. So, uh, Kevin is a friend of mine who lives up in Ottawa and he came out for the day to watch. <laughs> he was uh, entertaining. He was entertaining. So he came out to, to watch the event and uh, Lisa was getting ready to do something or get ready to fight or she was kind of bouncing around and he just made some wisecrack as he does. <laughs> and Lisa just turned to him, looked at him and, and, and sarcastically and jokingly said, F you, Kevin. <laughs> and somehow that stuck for the weekend. So yeah. every time somebody did something or anytime somebody said something, you know what, it was just like, you know. That's that's what we yelled at each other. Hashtag FYK. Hash, hashtag FYK. So yeah, so you know what? I'd like to thank Kevin for that and, and, and Lisa for her uh, quick-witted foul mouth. So uh, so there we go. So that's where that's that's where that came well, from. And you know what? Right there. That's, that's another reason why tournaments are so good. You get to meet a lot of, uh, you know, different people. And a lot of times you become friends with these guys and those friendships continue on just yeah. like, like us yeah. back in 97, right? 97. Yeah. And I'm going to Dublin. Yeah, so yeah, good, good there times, go. good times. But anyway, so there we go. So that is our recap of the WKC Canadian national team tryouts that took place in Ottawa last weekend. So uh, thank you for following the journey and the saga uh, with everybody. And, uh, again, if you're friends from Newfoundland and you're listening, keep, keep in touch and, and reach out. But, uh, were you guys there? What did you guys think of the judging? What did you guys think of the COVID protocols? What did you guys think of Kevin? Let me know, right? Don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, good, bad, and ugly. If you disagree with me, let me know. I love, yeah. I love, I love having conversations about it and from different perspectives. So anyway, guys, uh, I'd, I'd like to thank Sandy. I'd like to thank Crystal. I'd like to thank Lisa for putting up with me for- Don't forget Kevin. And Kevin, and Kevin, <laughs> right? Uh, and Chantel, whom we won't even talk Chantel, about. Yeah. Um, so she's evil. She's evil. Uh, so, but I'd like to thank those guys for putting up with me and uh, and letting me do this and sitting in on these podcasts. So, uh, guys, there we go. Uh, time of COVID. Uh, you know, be safe and remember: uh, train safe, train smart, train hard. And I will see you in the next podcast.